The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. How are you now? Ooh. How are you now? How am I now? Well, folks, hello and welcome to the first ever extra episode of the Bottom Six Minutes podcast. We're not here to talk about a Habs game today. We're here to talk about uh, a situation that happened recently involving former NHL referee Tim Peel. I know. Blast from the past, right? Maybe a name that you're kind of hoping that you wouldn't have to hear for a very long time. If you're a long-time NHL fan, you will remember him. Um, Almost every fan of every team that I know has at least a couple of stories about him ruining a game uh, that they were trying to enjoy. So he's not very well-liked among hockey fans. And apparently not very well-liked in his own community near St. Louis, Missouri, where he is also a hockey parent. So set the stage for you a little bit. I didn't break this story. Uh, the Athletic did. Sean Gentili. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Gentil en français, but I don't think he pronounces it the French way. Anyways, irrelevant. He broke the story about five days ago or so that Tim Peel was at a minor hockey game involving his son. By the way, just for context, this was a bunch of 10-year-olds that were playing. Game got a little bit out of hand, and apparently after the game, Tim Peel marched over to the official's room, grabbed the door, prevented them from closing it, went in there, and proceeded to berate the two 17-year-old officials for about 20 minutes. This is a direct quote from the article. It's the only one I'm going to give you. So he goes to the room, uh, and he goes, Do you know who the fuck I am? You sit down and respect me. I have a couple of questions. And he just berated us. He stood in front of that door for 20 minutes, asking questions about the game, why we were on the game, telling us we don't deserve it, telling us that he's going to contact the assigners and we're never going to ref again. End quote. Now, I wrote an article about this on Habs Eyes and the Prize. I titled it, Tim Peel is, or represents rather, everything wrong with officiating in hockey. And before I really get into this, I do have to mention the Athletic apparently got a couple of things wrong. They had made some accusations, or they published some accusations against both Matt Lashoff and Jamal Mayers, uh, who were both at the game, both former NHLers. Um, They had both been kicked out of that game as well. And there were some sketchy details about how they were kicked out, why they were kicked out, and what they did before and after they were kicked out. So the Athletic got some of that wrong. They ended up having to print... Um, a bit of a correction in their article. I would suggest that everybody, if you're if you're looking for more context, go over and read that article at The Athletic if you're a subscriber. If not, you can take a look at my article on Habs Eyes and the Prize. Mine focused only on Peel. I didn't focus on Lashoff or Jamal Mayers because I think Peel is a bigger problem in this, uh, in this whole scenario. But I got some DMs from one of the parents who was apparently at that game and who has access to some video 
Uh, I'm still waiting. This guy said he was going to post some of the video out on Twitter. I'm waiting to see that. I would love to see it. Um, and it contradicted some of the things that were in that article on The Athletic. So there's <clears throat> something to be said here for being a little bit more careful with you know not printing something before you at least take a look at video that's apparently available um, I don't want to cast any aspersions on the athletic on that front I think they do pretty good work overall but uh, you know got to be careful with what you put out there because apparently there may be some uh, legal consequences I'm told that some of these people have lawyered up I don't think they're gonna come after me though because the person who talked to me and um, told me about the video and what had happened he said that as far as he believes, as far as he knows, Tim Peel did in fact go to the official's room. And that brings me to Peel. That brings me to why I think he's the bigger problem in this entire scenario. He's a former official. He should know just how difficult that job is to do. He made it look more difficult than it is in the NHL, I would argue, but I digress. It's an extremely difficult job to do. It's very thankless. Nobody, when you get off the ice after officiating a game, very rarely anyways, does anybody come up to you and say, hey, thanks for doing a good job tonight. That just doesn't happen. You might ask yourself, Matt, how the fuck do you know? Well, I was a minor hockey official, minor and junior actually, for about 10 years of my life. Uh, I started when I was 14 or 15 and uh, I quit when I was 25. Uh, I got sick of it. I got fed up with all the bullshit that you have to put up with as a ref. Again, thankless job. And Tim Peel should know that. And then there he goes, following two young 17-year-old officials to the room uh, to intimidate them, to lord his former position as an NHL official, from which he got fired, by the way. Like, I'm pretty sure the only guy ever to get fired as an NHL official, at least in the modern era. And lords that position over them, lords his authority, authority which, which, by the way, he has none. He has imagined authority based on what he used to do in life. And berates them for 20 minutes i don't give a shit what he said right even if he pops out with some video that shows him you know not really yelling at them but just kind of giving them a stern talking to you have zero fucking business going to the ref's dressing room whatsoever you have no business there you have no authority you're not a ref you're not a coach by the way coaches shouldn't really be going there either unless they're invited and you are no, you're not part of the association of refs there there's you're not a supervisor you're not the head ref you're nothing you're a parent be a parent be there for your kids i can tell you there was an instance that i had in thorold ontario when i refed a bantam single a game right bantam single a and this is what a parent does the kid in the game turned around and gave a guy a two-hander to the head Right, he slashed him, and but he was like kind of falling down when he did it, and he turned around and he two-handed him right in the head. I put my arm up. I was the guy wearing the bands that night. I called a five in a game for slashing. I don't know what else you call in that situation. I could have been harsher, and I could have gone intent to injure, but I felt like because he was falling down, I was like, I'm going to give him a break. I'm going to give him a five in a game. Parent follows me to the room and tries to follow me to my car. I ended up in a bit of a physical altercation with this guy. And the worst part about that wasn't the physical altercation. It wasn't having a parent follow me. It was none of that. The worst part about it is the guy's kid was standing out there watching it and the look of pure embarrassment on his face. This is supposed to be about kids. Minor hockey is supposed to be about the kids. They're supposed to be able to go out there and have fun. If you're at a single A, double A, triple A game, whatever it is, understand that maybe 5% of those players, and I say 5%, that's generous, all right? Maybe 5% at a GTHL game might have a shot at the NHL. The rest of them don't. 
They're just trying to have fun. You fucking ruin it when you do stupid shit like this and follow the rest of the room. You ruin it for your kids. You ruin it for yourself. And you ruin it for the other parents. And you definitely ruin it for those refs. You wonder why there's a shortage of officials right now for minor hockey. We're reaching a crisis point where some minor hockey associations might not have enough officials to make their games possible. You're ruining it, not just for yourself, not just for your kids, not just for those refs, not just for the other parents. You're ruining for everyone because nobody wants to go into that job. I did it for 10 years. My final straw wasn't even a parent follow. It wasn't even that guy in Thorold. It was at a completely different arena. I ended up being one minute late on the ice for a game. For a, It was like a peewee double-A game, I think. I was one minute late on the ice, which, by the way, I only had 10 minutes notice that I had to show up and do that game. I was filling in for somebody else, and I got screamed at by a coach who happened to be on the executive of that particular association. So and they wanted me to apologize to the guy because I teed him up and then kicked him out of the game, and I said, go fuck yourselves, and I quit. That's what happens. You keep beating down these young officials. You keep berating them. You keep treating them like absolute shit. Eventually, they're going to say, fuck your 30 bucks a game. You know, the game where I got followed out to my car, that Bantam single A game where the kids, the kid was out there with a look of pure embarrassment on his face while his father was in a shoving match with a 21 year old official. That game paid me $32 because I wore the bands, but it was single A and it was Bantam. So I think it was 32 bucks. Sure. It's cash. You take in your travel time though, to get there and get ready and then afterwards, you got to get undressed. You got to take a shower, get out of there, go home. You're talking about two hours. You're talking about realistically, it's like 15 bucks an hour, 16 bucks an hour. Eventually, all these officials are going to say, fuck it. I'm not doing it anymore. And Tim Peel, you know, he wasn't even a good official in the NHL. Again, like I said earlier, you could ask any fan of any team, I bet you if they've been watching hockey long enough that you can go back to when Tim Peel was officiating, they've got a story of a game that he wrecked. And this guy's out there lording his imaginary authority over 17-year-olds at a fucking 10-year-olds hockey game in Missouri. Ridiculous bullshit. Now, I will say this, okay? The guy that DM'd me that was apparently at that game, he was telling me that there's some inconsistencies, again, in the athletic story. And he's saying that, you know, Tim Peel didn't follow them. He didn't chase the rest down the tunnel. So apparently that's not the case. Um, he also said that apparently the video that they have is, is missing about five minutes where he, it was apparently that was when he was at his most belligerent. But what I want to get across here is that there's no excuse for him going to that room whatsoever. Don't do that ever it doesn't matter what you used to do it doesn't matter what you know what you think you know who you know who you think you know none of that matters you have no business being over there man go with go be with your kids if the game got out of hand go check on your kid make sure it went well talk to the other parents right this particular game i'm told that there was some uh, tom fuckery going on with the scoreboard one of the teams may have been intentionally making the scoreboard fuck around to, you know, screw with the other team during the game. Uh, and apparently that other team's parents, the ones that weren't really mentioned, so not Jamal Mayers, not um, not Jamal Mayers and not uh, Matt Lashoff. It was the other team that apparently their, their parents were really kind of starting some shit in the stands as well. So this is another problem, right? It's just parents in general, not just Tim Peel. 
why are you guys starting fights with each other and yelling at kids on the ice instead of just cheering on your kids, enjoying the game? You are going to steal the love for hockey from your own kids faster than you can even steal it from those young refs. I guarantee you. I guarantee it. I played competitive hockey most of my life growing up and not once did I ever see my dad follow an official out to the parking lot. Not once did I ever see him lean over the glass to yell at other kids or yell at other parents. Never. The only thing he ever did was when I got out of the room afterwards, he would always be there waiting for me and he would tell me you know, what he thought I did well, what he thought I did shit. Um, if I acted like a dumbass, he would let me know that I acted like a dumbass. There was never any measure of blaming other people or freaking out on other people. If he thought the ref did a shit job, he'd tell me that in the car. He wouldn't go out of his way to go bug that ref in his dressing room or in the parking lot. He'd say that to me in private. Because sure, you can have that opinion. Refereeing is definitely very subjective in hockey. For sure. One guy might think something's a penalty and everybody else might say it's not. If that one guy happens to be wearing the bands in that game, he's the one who's going to make the call. And of course you can disagree with it, right? But you got to keep in mind, these guys aren't making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They're not NHL officials. They're getting compensated at a very low level to do something. Most of them, they're doing it for extra money, right? It's not their full-time job. Virtually nobody's supporting a family on it. Most of the guys who do it who are older, they're doing it for, you know, beer money or they're putting aside money for a vacation. They might ref four seasons worth of hockey so they can go to Mexico for a fucking week. You're not talking to people who are breaking the bank doing this thing. They're doing it because they love the game. They like doing it and they like the extra money. And soon enough, you're going to chase all those people right out. And then you're not going to have anybody to ref the games. Then what are you going to do? Parents, people who follow fucking refs to the room and out into the parking lot. What are you going to do? You're going to strap on a pair of skates. You're going to go out there and you're going to ref yourself. You got any idea how the piston system works? Where are you supposed to be when the puck's, uh, you know, in the crease? Is that home base? Is it half piston? At the net? Where are you supposed to be? When do you start to go out of the zone? Is it when the puck crosses the blue line? Is it before that? Where should you be when the puck is in the opposite end zone, not your end zone? How do you, how do you work the lines? Where are you supposed to stand when you're a linesman? Who gets the puck after an icing? Do you, can you answer any of these fucking questions? Probably not. The only people who can answer those questions are people who have been to ref camps, who have actually done the job. You're going to chase all those people right out of the sport, and you're not going to have anybody to do it. And then what do you do? Ask yourself that question. I know most of my listeners, it just feels like I'm talking to you maybe. I'm not, right? Unless you're one of those parents. In which case, I would implore you, you know, take a look at what you're doing. Like I hope my son is three years old right now. He's too young to be playing hockey. But I, I know for a fact when he gets to that point and he's ready to play and, uh, and I'm out there, I promise myself, I promise my son, I promise everybody listening right now, I'm never going to be that fucking guy. There's no way. All I'm going to do is I'm going to support my son. I'm going to hope that he has fun. After the game, I'm going to do what my dad used to do. I'm going to tell him what he did well. I'm going to tell him what he did bad. And if the ref made a shitty call and I thought it was a shitty call, I'm going to tell him in the car. I'm not going to go bother some 18, 17, 19-year-old kid and freak out on him because maybe he made a mistake on the ice. Again, he's not making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Tim Peel was. He was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to be one of the shittiest refs 
that the NHL has seen. Ask anyone. That is my opinion, but I'm quite confident that there's a lot of people who share that exact opinion. And here's the big difference. He was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and he had a lot more support, security, than these poor kids who are refing nowadays. You, you, you can't walk into the uh, ref's dressing room in an NHL building, can you? They got security. You're not going to get back there. Good luck finding it even. You'd have to have worked in that arena. You'd have to know exactly where it is, and you'd have to know how to get past security in order to even be there. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get an opportunity to talk to those refs. They don't even have to face the media. right? They get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they don't even have to talk to the reporters after the game to answer for their shitty calls. Meanwhile... Tim Peel thinks that two 17-year-olds owe him a fucking explanation. They don't owe him dick. So I'm glad that The Athletic brought this to light. You know, notwithstanding maybe some uh, incorrect details in their original reporting, I hope that they correct it properly and, uh, and make sure that, you know, nobody has undue accusations against them. Um, I personally don't care what was or was not said if the account of Tim Peel of what he specifically said in that room is a little bit different than what's reported. That's entirely possible. I wasn't there, so I can't confirm that 100%. But again, it doesn't matter to me. The fact that he went there at all is the problem. The fact that he thought he could do that is the problem. The fact that any hockey parent thinks they can do that is the problem. And if we don't fix that problem soon, man, it spells disaster for the future of hockey in general. In particular, the officiating profession. How are you going to find good NHL officials if nobody wants to <laughs> come up through the ranks? The only, the only people you're ever going to be able to find are f- former pro hockey players, and they might be guys who have never actually ref before. Sure, they can skate. They, they don't have the experience to really know where to be on the ice. It's going to take time. You're, you're going to have a real, real problem on your hands if we drive all the young officials right out of the profession. So again... I'm thankful that The Athletic brought that up. I think it's an opportunity for a greater conversation, one that probably doesn't involve me swearing as much as I have. So I apologize to anybody if you don't like hearing me swear this much. This is an issue that I'm maybe a little bit closer to than, than I'd like to be uh, because I've been in that position. I've been those 17-year-old kids. You know, I've had coffees thrown at me. Like I said, I've had parents follow me to the room, follow me to the parking lot. It's... <laughs> It's one of the toughest jobs on the planet. And at the lowest levels of hockey, you get paid the least. And at the lowest levels of hockey, that's also where the parents are the most insane. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I'm going only, I'm only to put this one on Substack. I'm not going to post it on Eyes on the Prize. This one's just for the people who follow me on Substack or if you follow me on Apple or on Spotify. I'm leaving this one for you guys. If you're interested in having a greater discussion about it, you know, drop a comment on my Substack. Uh, it's just mattdrake.substack.com. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. I'll never paywall anything on there. It's always going to be free. Maybe you've got your own stories. Maybe you used to be an, uh, a minor hockey official. Maybe some parents have chased you out of the arena before. Maybe you've had coffees thrown at you. Uh, you know, maybe we can reminisce about the good old times and. Uh, you know, little by little, I think when stories like this keep coming out and we keep bringing light to these issues, I think it's going to eventually affect some kind of a change. I hope it does anyways. Uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to get my kid out there one day if he's, you know, not good enough to play in the NHL. Uh, I'd love to get him out there one day and see if he'd like to officiate some games, maybe make some extra money for himself. But the way it is right now, man, uh, I could not see putting my kid out there. Uh, I would discourage him from it, honestly, because... 
Uh, I know all too well, and I'm sure a lot of you do too. It's it's not a fun place to be. So we'll leave it at that. Um, you know, special extra version of the bottom six minutes with a little bit of extra swearing from me. So again, apologies. But as always, I appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen. You can find me on Apple, on Spotify. Uh, you can find me on Google Play. And of course on Substack and on Twitter at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I'd appreciate that very much. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to my bullshit. And of course, à la prochaine. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.